Welcome back to Infinite Geek Talk, an ongoing conversation between your hosts, former DC Comics editor and owner of Infinite Heroes Comics, Cards, and Collectibles in Watertown, Connecticut, Paul Santos, who is joined by owner of Rat's Nest Studios and lifelong student of the illustrated word, Keith Field. Let's listen in. Hello, Paul. How are you this, this rainy day? Oh, my yawn. My yeah, yawn. I, I, I thought it would be refreshing to open in such a, a, a just stark and, and, and real world sort of melt in, but then remembering that you kind of had a gloomy and miserable day. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't well, the day to start in, in such a, a, a conventional fashion. No, pulling, uh, don't want to pull the curtain back too much, but yeah. Yeah, like, was... but, yeah let's just, back to the nerdery. It's so much more comfortable. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a smelly Afghan. Paul, uh, how are you enjoying this House of the Dragon thing? Uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it pretty good. Me too, surprisingly. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as good as uh, Game of Thrones season one, which I would argue. As we, as we, you know, obviously do. that that was one of those just cultural flashpoints. Everything, yeah. just the time was right. Everything worked. It was very smart. It was very nifty. It was all new and good. And and I would I would offer that Game of Thrones, as I suggested, I think last episode or maybe before, was the bee's knees, man. It's it's easy to just remember the hurt from from an end that through your mindless consumption of all things you all made happen. There, there, I blamed you for the problems with Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, the last uh, season to two seasons, uh, arguably. Uh, we're not the same bill of goods we got sold at the, the yeah, onset. A lot of people like the uh, um, harp on the second to last season not being as good. No, I, I just get, I don't I, think it's I, terrible. No, nah, me neither. I think that last season oh, There's mistakes. Right. There's moments that piss me off. There are visuals that feel like cheap, tawdry video game pulls, man. Yeah. Uh, but that's not enough for me to dismiss it all. Whole no. No, the last season. Last season, though. There's tons of stuff. Oh, a lot yeah. Of I stuff. won't give you an inch. It's all garbajo. Yeah, they did a lot of screw-ups. And it's, in, you know, and it's story like we, we intoned when last we spoke of this. You know, you talk about the last season, you're not talking about what went on in the last season. You almost immediately find yourself a talking head talking about the industry and the behind-the-scenes. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, they ruined their careers, which is great because hopefully they'll never touch another piece of art ever again. <laughs> Garbage uh, people. The executive producer. I think it's marvelous. Well, you know, the story, you know, the, the, through the thin of it, there's different levels, is ultimately you had some greedy individuals who thought they were getting the next wave of Star Wars movies to work on. Uh, and and could taste that, that Star Wars bank. Well, there was other problems. Uh, they had a greenlit, was going to film a show, an alternate history show, if uh, the South had won the Civil War. Uh, they had a third show on Netflix that was not, uh, nothing was ever released on it, or if it was, it was very little. Yeah. But and, this show, and I... Bumper crop of opportunities, all high-ticket stuff, and ooh, where did it all lead? To you breaking my heart with a bad season of a good show. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, it was slow to even give a raised eyebrow to uh, this new thing, House of the Dragon there. Uh, but as I said before, I'm a Fairweather fan at best of the source material. So to me, it's just a question of, is this a cool fantasy adventure story? And for me, it is. Yeah. And it specifically takes place on a scale that I enjoy in fantasy storytelling. 
Uh, it, it the the idea that we have had multiple episodes dealing with one of the many threats de politique in the form of a character named the Crab Feeder. Right. That's very exciting to me. Right. That's the scale that I and that you bring in a dragon to deal with. Ah, oh, so good. Nautical horror. Uh, just yeah, so far so good. I really dig it. I dig the whole thing. I think. Um, Proto Khaleesi is the bee's knees, and uh, so far so good. Yeah, um, I know. I know a little bit more probably about it than, than you do. This story. I, I think a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to see when they do. Uh, there's some silly 2022 era decisions that were made that narratively is going to make the entire show kind of laughable. Beyond casting, what what else? Uh, or, or, so the show a lot of the, a lot of the story is based on hereditary. And if this kid looks like this kid or is from the right family, mm. that's really hard to do when you have an African-American ah. You know what I mean? It's going to be very silly, now, and yeah, I don't I, know I how they're going to... I heard someone uh, say that uh, that fella's uh, yeah, change of race could potentially become a yes, plot issue later. This is obviously be, what they were talking it's about. It's going to be very, very I, dumb if yeah, they don't we'll change. See, major, I, you know. I suggest that the choice of headgear. I mean, that mop they've they've put on that man's head. All I mean, all I the, don't understand that hairdo, man. No, no. All the all the black people in this show, they're 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 poor wigs they've given them. They're are they, terrible. They, they, I don't get it. They're they, they very, look gross. They're very mop heads. It's yeah. It's, it's not. Weird. It's not very cool. It's not flattering. Um, no. Get those things off your heads, all of you, everyone. Uh, no one should have a mop on their head. If you're on that show, take off your wig. Stand tall and proud. What's also weird is that they're with the, bald Keith. They're also the only house that's been race swapped. So like, just race swap the other houses because yeah. it looks weird. It's like a. It's like a. It's like and a talk. You know what? It's, Maybe we just we never bring it up and we just continue on. Well, and, it, like I said, it's gonna and be, it strikes a strange new blow. It's for gonna the world. be weird when the uh, the the parentage storylines come out because it. I don't know how they're gonna address it. It's yeah, gonna they be, find a blue baby, and and, and then that, that's how you deal with it. Right, right, right. Then we have officially crossed into some bold new world. Well, that's Marvel. They have you, the career blue. Th- th- yes. Yes. And the some of the Atlanteans and might hey, be. and speaking of of Pepe Larigo's people, uh, yeah, well, there's been another She-Hulk since last we have gathered, oh, hasn't yeah, there? That's when that's... And, and it, I believe uh, best episode ever. No, uh, our, our words that at least one lying liar has used this clickbait <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, and because man, that show was it's was really an bad. It's really bad. And again, this and th- hey, for, hey, for hey, me, hey, you can hey, like you yeah. can like whatever you want, and sure. you know. But when you, you can't say something is like groundbreaking or amazing when it's not, you can, you know you can like the bullshit that is She Hulk, but like you can't sit there and say that it's the best well, comic well, you adaptation can if you're a lying everywhere. liar. Yeah. But I'll tell you the truth that I, I believed in enough that I spake it uh, uh, upon a previous <laughs> episode, not unlike the word uh, spake. Uh, and that is that my my friend, editor and, and author, little Paulito Paulston, uh, has provided me with the finest pitch I've ever heard for The Wrecking Crew. 
So the, the moment at which I would see them realized as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is an important one to me. And I've only just heard the pitch. It's not even my pitch. Hey, Paul, do you think they brought honor to the spirit of those poor characters? No, and I get, and, <laughs> and the excuses have already started where they're saying Marvel Studios, not fans, oh, okay. are already saying okay. they're not the record, they're uh, not the wrecking okay, crew. Okay, so yeah, the, the wrecking joke. crew are introduced. Right. Uh, we even get one of them introduced by name, and it's not not problematic at oh, all. Right. Go on, Paul. So they they're already saying this is not the wrecking crew. It's just a bunch of kids or mercenary or whatever the hell they're using as their excuses. Can we say that about your taskmaster too? Because I'm down um, with that. I mean, ta- I mean, ta- like how about the ghost? How about that Elias Star? Because I didn't feel he really brought honor to the the Egghead franchise. How about that Marvel? Yeah, they can I do those things? I, I'm bastard people. I, I don't How think. How dare you? I think She-Hulk though won't go the way of with Ms. that wrecking crew. Won't go the way of Ms. Marvel because it's too um, sitcommy. I guess the word I'm worried. Maybe I could be wrong. Uh-huh. Um, and and they've already promised you Daredevil. Yeah. They've promised. And we know that the show is just the, the the back door to a stinger that gets two of the members on the Thunderbolt. We're thinking that, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's potential. Well, no, it's not a potential spoiler. It just seems to be indicating. That's oh, have the you way seen we're the going. first three episodes? Yeah. yeah. No, we don't know anything. Word for on sure. the street is that it's just about Abomination and Titania joining the Thunderbolt. Oh no, but she might be canceled. Did you not see that? Oh, is there a problem? Yeah, yeah. The actress. Um, uh, man, I'm. Blanking, I guess people just look this up on their own. She mm-hmm. said something that immediately got the SJW crowds to be like, "Is this like have, this did it just today? This, this just happened like this oh, weekend." Oh, you silly girl! I'm a big so fan of hers. Well, I, I, I love other stuff she's done. I don't know what the hell's happening with was, this Titania foolishness. She was already on thin ice though with Disney because she didn't she like speak in the defense she, of the fans were like, "Yeah, they have cast me weird, and I don't understand what's happening." So yeah, she said she didn't realize the character was white. Uh, that, that she wouldn't have taken the job if that was the case because it's a new uh, much people you, you all you people are going to be on the wrong side of history in five years minority creators want to use new characters not creating you know not sure. you know being given these like Tolkien characters sure sure and sure. she's she's been pretty vocal about like I would have taken this blah, right. blah, I would have played I, it different I knew that that had somehow crept into her narrative but I didn't realize that yeah, it, it but was now she's quite said, so intense. but she said something I don't know conservative maybe I don't know okay. that they're, they're trying to cancel her or so she might be out I'm sorry that's happening to you, my dear girl. If yeah. only whoever played Egghead was was so resolute, I'd be giving him a shout out too. Uh, and people Bastard are people, person. people are also acting like everybody else who who's danced in a Marvel movie, everyone was fine with. I'm here to tell you they they were not. <laughs> one of the reasons I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, is because Star Lord defeats Ronan by dancing, and Ronan looks at him like an idiot and goes, "What are you doing?" When you could clearly he just, just bought a little time, Paul. But it's stupid. See, it's this, this very, is, very This stupid. is when my heart breaks because I realize that your heart is is hard against yes. such loving humors, yeah, that's Paul. That's not how you end narratives. Uh, that's your that's your ending of a swoon. movie. That's a movie that we just found out that Roland commits a genocide, a zealot, a, a fanatical zealot, genocidal maniac, and the way you beat him is by dancing. Would it help if you thought of it as like a video game? And and the, no. the dance is a taunt. No, 
It's just an no. attack off a bar. He used no. taunt. No. Not even if it was one of those like uh, Final no. Fantasy things of taunt deals. No. Eight hundred eight. He had nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine points no, of damage. No, this is a story. This the numbers bounce. This isn't a. This isn't a. Uh, Fine, you know, Paul. This is why Scorsese. Trying to help you. This is why Scorsese talks shit about comic movies. And, and he's I'm, right. And I'm, and I'm. And I'm. This is why. It's because when everybody gets. And I agree. Welcome with back the, to Keith's side of history. No, no. And I agree with the fans. But like the reason Scorsese and James Cameron and whoever else. All right. Uh, makes criticisms is because the movies are not like the, the writing is not at that level. The no, they're not are following not that the level. rules of movies. They're creating an alternate form of entertainment, and it's a perfectly lovely form of entertainment for those who enjoy it. But I'm not willing to put it on the same level that I do uh, the Pelican Brief. Well, right. Or right, right. Um, Brewster's Millions. Yeah, but our friends have those D- are more real to me. But our friends at DC do a better job doing that. Uh, well, Knight. we got like Joker. I mean, Dark. whether I loved it or not, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, you know, the first yeah. Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman. Suicide movie. Squad number two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'll even put that there. I love that movie. Which one? Suicide Squad. Oh, the sequel. that was very good. Yeah, that was very yeah, good. It, but... That's what I'm saying. Even as far as superhero trash goes, they make good well, movies that just so happens to be superhero I'm, I'm trash. I'm glad he brought that up. Su- Suicide Squad and Peacemaker mm-hmm. are comedic. Genius. But they have narrative. They, their stories make sense. Yep. There's not a weird dance off mm-hmm. that all of a sudden ends the their entire, real movies, right. even in the face of comedy. Right. Welcome to Keith Field's House and, of Understanding, Paul. And she, like I said, the first two episodes I thought were very uh, non-offensive, but this third one was plummet. It's it's good faith destroyed. It's like seeing that uh, if you're a teacher. And you saw that C student all of a sudden take a huge F. Paul, and what was pretty... my biggest gripe? Go ahead and share it with the people. You have to know. The the, the twerking at the end? I don't know. It was the lack of UFO. Oh, at, I should have known. At no point in the episode was I... Tra- now, now, make no mistake. UFO was mentioned. She brings up the UFO. Oh, yeah. She, yeah However, we do not have visual confirmation or even the suggestion of the presence of UFO, other than the possibility that any one of the different plot elements that had went on during the course of said episode may have been at the secret insistence or control of UFO from a distance. No, there, there's no verifiable UFO. So right off the bat, that's strike one and two, as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Strike three is just the collective fact of, yeah, man, bad episode. It's Yeah, it was really bad. Um, the courtroom stuff was bad. Uh, the abomination parole hearing was ridiculous. Uh, again, I don't... Buffoonishly it's, cartoonish. It's very, very cartoonish. Man walks through a hole in the sky, drops a few I've lines. Watched, I've watched enough Law & Order He's shows. He's told he belongs in jail. He flees the interview. Yeah, I thought that was funny, but... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a chuckle, but by the same token, none of that would have been admissible. You, 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 you well, would, no, there would well, have been... Again, well, again... But I don't even abom- want to go there. Abom- it was cartoon. Abomination is still in prison, yeah? So the only... Proof, the only proof you have of him fighting this underground t- uh, underground tournament is a cell phone video. Mm-hmm. He's still in his cell. Jennifer Walters is, is his lawyer. All she has to say is like, well, my client never left. He's still here. Boom, you're done. That's it. It's You drop the mic. We'd like you to come work for Landau, Luckman, and Lake. Well, that's, and that's the other problem. Do, are, 
are there not any government organizations anymore? Did, wouldn't sort no, just of damage did, control. Like, damage control is mm-hmm. the only one. You know, they're building concentration camps somewhere apparently in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Uh, the the greatest all, network of evil and cruelty the, known to man. That's where all the mutants are. Maybe they're in damage control. Won't you like camps. that? Oh, Won't you God. like when your your X Men movie comes out and and they're fighting damage frigging control because yeah, no. why reasons? Stupid Damn, Marvel. Control is one of these things where, like, I saw uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, like, three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. With Loved three, it. With three different groups of people. Loved it. All three of them were getting noticeably, ver- like, uh, audibly, like, agitated at the way Damage Control was treating, like, two of my friends were both, like, and they're, these were, uh, two of my friends were, like, they're under 18. What? Like, this isn't real. Like, this is stupid. Like, you know? And, not, and don't oh, yeah. don't at me about it's the Marvel Universe. It's 2022. Uh, this no, the internet would not allow for underage children to be questioned by a, a government agency. And then instead of getting a cool Matt Murdock moment, who comes in and says this is over, it's just a hard cut to them being in Aunt May's kitchen saying, "Oh, everything's fine now." <laughs> That's it's it, stupid. Yeah, it, it wasn't the, but it didn't matter. Because, oh, what a gift of a movie. But yes, let us yeah, not be yeah, derailed yeah, yeah. from the lad's point. But yeah, no, super. I mean, She Hulk, um, episode She Hulk is smell. Yeah. And ultimately, let's take those masters. Long story short, shoot them into the sun. Thank you. You talking, Big, about, you talking about Thunderbolts? No, oh, oh She Hulk. No, I was just saying She Hulk is anything. It's oh. over. Oh, but if we do want to talk about Thunderbolts, yes, I, 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 I kind of immediately jumped into it, but I guess I, I was wrong to. The fact is, we we've announced who the Thunderbolts will be. Yeah, I mean, I have Marvel has apparently. Yeah. Yes, uh, that list included Titania and the Abomination. Correct. Correct, and that is why I say the the whole purpose of this threadbare cartoon excuse of a show is just so that we can have an after series stinger in which we see the two of them recruited to the Thunderbolts, Titania and the Abomination. Now, do you think you might get a whole episode, like, with uh, Kang and I think it'll be a stinger. I think my prediction, which I I gave to, and I will bore anyone who is at the store this weekend with, once again, is that the shape-shifting Norse character we saw in the last episode was introduced not just for a silly courtroom uh, Phoenix Wright-style little adventurette, (laughs) It was to introduce the idea of this wacky shapeshifter. Uh, I think we'll see her as the employer of the Wrecking Crew. Man, they were great. Uh, Who are trying to get a blood sample from She-Hulk. She'll have failed to get that blood sample in the last episode. And so consent to go with the Abomination instead. Because we'll learn that shapeshifter is in fact... Uh, Val, or Elaine from Seinfeld, as I prefer to call her, who is looking to recruit the both of them for the Thunderbolt team. Uh, this will be because, of course, she is a Skrull and can naturally shapeshift and use that ability. Oh. Although she might use a hologram as the excuse. It'll be her normal Skrull shapeshifting ability, I assure you. I wonder, this is Keith calling it a mile away. Is he Mar- if This is Vinny's lock of the week. If she is if she is the uh, Skrull queen, do you think Marvel's really proud of themselves being like, oh, they'll never guess. Well, <laughs> they'll never guess she's I guess a, she's Ego the Living Planet so far ahead really? of the release of that movie. He, I, I've always followed James Gunn, so yeah. he 
yeah, yeah. put up. Uh, uh, he said, guys, we got our first storyboards back. Ain't nobody going to guess what this is. And he put up the storyboards. And I said, I think it's a trench on the surface of Ego, the living planet. And that is their ship streaking through the trench as it refills itself. He didn't block you. I didn't get a single <laughs> response to it. You know, the, no likes, no dislikes, no acknowledgement. It just sort of sat there. And and that was it. The post stayed up and, and hundreds of people responded after me. So either no one saw that correct guess long moons beforehand. Right, right, right. Or it, it suffered a secret kind of freeze that leaves you on a Facebook page but somehow just causes not a ripple. Right. A vestigial posting that I, I said, well, just no one must love me. Very well. I'll move on. Either way, it's there to be seen. I called you a damn fool movie because ain't nothing any of you can do I can't see coming a mile away. Well, so swear I before the Vashanti. I really hope that... Uh, Thunderbolts. The, well, forget about the, the She-Hulk for a second. Is that I hope Easily Dr. Done. Doom's at the end of this... What kind of forever movie? Uh, I, I, once again, I we will really stay. hope. There's no way he. I, I see it. Pepe and and the new Panther shake hands. I am sorry that I was manipulated into this battle, Senor. And, and uh, there was a handshake. Right. And uh, and so we see a gauntleted hand crush a goblet in rage, as we realize Doom or initiated the. Or something along those lines. Do I want more than that? Of course. Wouldn't it be great to have more? But you're at least going to get that because that's the only reason anyone's going to stay once the funeral footage is ended. Yeah, I mean, that's. I'm very curious how this movie does financially. Uh, uh, looks like it's going to be so fun. I'm, I'm saying 30 minutes. I'm saying 30 minutes for the funeral. 30 first minutes? 30, first 30 I, minutes. I, I don't movie. know, man. I'm thinking a half half split. I'm thinking we we need an hour and an I'm, hour. I'm thinking we get the Holy equivalent. Cow. I think the first act and a half are funeral heavy, man. Holy crap! I think we go into the funeral as a switch point on the second act. Wow! They, they're gonna try to subvert some expectation, go long, because that's how much they need the funeral to keep your ass in that seat. And that's disgusting to me, but I hope they prove me wrong. I hope they're not soulless monsters who are trading on the promise of sorrow. No. What do you, what do you think an appropriate length of time would be? I think uh, we begin with an opening montage of power and poetry. I'm not saying I'm the man to create it, but whatever aspect of this movie oh, needs to be a death tribute, I think it is something that is almost more literally a tribute to the passing of an actor. That's how you open the film on a long I'm open. I'm actually with you on that one, dude. Like a, um, yeah, a we split. see the face of Chadwick Boseman. There's never a time we're not going to understand that he led this character into yeah. a nation's heart. So you honor that the way it deserves to be honored in a real-world contract between the audience and the film. The movie picks up, you know who we see? King T'Challa of Wakanda. That's how Keith yeah. tells his movie. That's how Keith honors a, a nation who apparently have been looking for a hero, all right? You don't take it away from them. You don't replace it on the gate. No, no, no. We continue T'Challa's narrative. Oh, yeah, no, I, but that's not happening, unfortunately. Yeah. I understand that's yeah. not happening. Yeah. So if your question to me is, how do you tell the movie in which he dies? Well, I don't necessarily know that I can answer that at this stage, but... 
spiritual balance of mourning versus activity, no. It stays to the opening credits. It takes up none of my movie. Yeah. My movie is about Pepe Larigo attacking my nation, because apparently that's the movie we're going to be telling. Whatever the hell the movie's going to be, it's that movie and nothing else. It's not an action figure funeral that's going to stretch for an act and a half. I really do think they're going to go more than an act, because they're going to be too scared to pivot off of funerary uh, martyrdom. Uh, it needs to be at least half the movie. I think we'll see Manape uh, Alpha it up. I think you're going to see Shuri obviously man it up, and 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 what's her face with the spear? Oh, and that uh, and Riri, the the head of the the, the warrior yeah, women. I don't remember her name. I don't know. I'm supposed to know her name though because she shows up in every Marvel book these days. Kagari. That, that uh, feels like Mich a name. I mean, it's Michonne from Walking Dead, but that's mm. what I call her. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I call her Spearsy Von Bald. And, you know, uh, that's fine that she's one of the main characters in my Fortnite comic. Uh, uh, anywho, uh, yeah, uh, that's what I. That's what's going to happen. They're going to come I'm off still, that hard I'm, I'm and we're going to fight Pepe. And, and so they owe me at least a suggestion of a Doctor Doom. There. That, and, that, then, that, and, then this week, and then this week is D23. So we might get a whole boatload of reveals. No, I was this talking weekend. with one of our, our sweet uh, listeners on Sunday evening, as a matter of fact, uh, about this very point, about D23. Like, well, what do you think they're going to oh, be about. chatting about? And I said, I said, I, 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 you know what I think you'll hear? I think you'll hear some assurances that our friend Elizabeth Olsen will be heading back to the Marvel Cinematic Universe very soon. And I watched that face light up like it was Christmas morning. Right, right, right. Because that's what I hear. I hear tells that uh, some sort of announcement about the Scarlet Witch is anticipated. Oh, really? That that is, and and I thought that was was kind of hilarious and appropriate. Uh, I mean, I mean, at least a soft suggestion that that that, that, that there might be some Wanda centric news. Well, they've got to they've got to start announcing. I mean, for FF, I know the director is locked in, and it's nobody I but, really care yeah, about. Where, where, what drum do I think needs to be hit hardest? Here's the cast of FF. Here's the cast of FF. Yeah, I agree. Paul and I were talking about it actually the other day, weren't we? Yeah. I, I forgot we had that chat, and uh, that that was my upswing. Was was just that was like I don't know from here or there, but you got to tell us who the FF are going to be. Yeah, that's the big the big. Drama. And I don't think and I don't know if that's going to. Ha it's also a three day event, which I I swear I thought right. it was only Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday so, back in the day. I, I, you know, ultimately I I think that it used to just be a one two punch. That it was the Saturday, day Sunday. one was when you'd have like the casual fans. Like there was there were two different ranks right. of D twenty three hood. Right, right, right. I don't know this for sure. Look to those Disney people on the internet oh, yeah, for that stuff. I don't know. Stuff. I don't know either. Go to your defunct lands. They know this sort of thing. But I know that there used to be different scales of like ownership of the level of fandom and involvement that gets you to D23. So there was I think it was a two day and there was so like the the grade A, grade B, B being the more exclusive. So on A day you'd hear things like, We're doubling down in the Muppets this year. Yeah, the <laughs> right, things that right. might not come true. <laughs> right, right. And then the next day you'd get things like, here are the the the, the children of Thanos. Right. I remember that was a specific year. Right. So now I think they've extended it even more to show you just how little exclusivity really means to any well, narrative. Because I know they... Because even this, there's a level of marketability toward, right? Right, yeah. I mean, they do, like, uh, Marvel properties. Have the content uh, Lucas, creators in Lucas, uh, Lucas art, uh, Lucas film creators. The Marvel stuff. Uh, well, the cartoons. Oh, the remake stuff. Because they, they're really big. Certain merchandising. 
The video games. The video games, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just curious what they're going to do. I would imagine someone said an indie. J. Scott Campbell's going to make you a bunch of crazy prints over the no, course of a no few years. No, he's no longer I know, no, but that yeah, was the sort yeah. of thing that got announced at D23. Two D23 on the A level of entry, the merchandise. I saw the big rumors, uh, Indiana Jones teaser. And maybe a title, because we still don't know the title of this movie. Indiana and Jones, and I'm very sad inside. Oh, oh, I don't know. what this is. I'm <laughs> Indiana so... Jones, and we all owe you an apology. I, I don't know. I What what are they going to say or do or show me that's going to make me feel anything but sad about the forthcoming or the upcoming Indiana Jones The project. only thing I'd say in this movie is that they somehow had secretly filmed half a movie in the 90s. And that, like, you know. Oh, and they, and they, done it again. And, and that is exactly how they can save it. And Beyond so that, I don't want to hear a they, thing about they it. They cut in old Harrison Ford with this, like, 90s print. <sighs> and then the lady from Fleabag, who I always forget her name. And I think she's a really good writer. I just don't think she's that great. Uh, in the pro in the things she's in, uh, uh, you 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 have me at a disadvantage. These are properties. I the lady from Fleabag. Uh, she it's a yeah it's a British um, show. It's not oh, a sitcom. It's with the a, eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's tall. She has very, interesting short, eyes. Yes, yes, yes. She's a voice. Madam, if we meet one day, I'd like to point out that when I knew nothing about you or the body of your career. Uh, the first thing I knew of you were your striking eyes. And now, based on that, yes, that actress yes. I am oh, familiar with. So she's, she is beloved. So she's, she's, she's a ribald she, and hilarious woman. I've seen her on, on different right. she's, I, shows. She's a create, like, she's more of a, she's a writer, director, uh, uh, creative who uh, was very fortunate enough to have uh, be put in acting. Where she, yes. She's actually pretty good, but I like her better. Uh, Behind the camera, I know that sounds terrible, but um, and I will point out again, everything I've said is beautiful in comparison right, to what Paul has said. Right, right, right. He's the one who's more familiar with your career. Uh, and there's also this like we weird, can still marry. There's also this weird rumor that she's taking over for Indy, which I don't think that's. Where did that ha come from? The Saint, that sweet, sweet angel I, I, I may one day marry. Who knows? Wait, uh, wait, so, wait a minute. Wasn't because I know she is in stuff that I have seen here or there. Wasn't she in a, a Bourne movie? Or some spy movie. I don't know. I think she was. Yeah. So maybe because she was in some spy movie. You know, that's how limited and blunted and idiotic these things well, do. Well, we'll find out. Happen from time in, to time. In a few days, we'll Certainly find out. Certainly she's not going to be Indiana Jones. Who was the last Indiana Jones? Shia LaBeouf. Uh, of female make that I can remember from the world of adultery. There was a softcore business. Uh, doesn't matter. I suppose Shia's like a pretty... I, now, there's also uh, there's rumors of him. See, not even I being say mentioned. bring him in. I say don't ignore they it. They won't be. I heard they won't even be mentioning <sighs> him. See, that hurts me. You know, I need it mentioned. The same reason that I needed them to mention the the events of the Game of Thrones last season in that first episode oh of the God. House wait, of the Dragon. Wait, 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 you wait. have to mention the bad. Did things. you see the trailer for next week? Though I'm a little bit worried. Well, were there? They, they just a full on. We're tying this show to the Game of Thrones. I'm you like, know what? It can't be worse than do. anything I saw in that Rings of Power show. Oh, I didn't. Which watch up until it. this moment, I I forgot that I had seen it. I would like to point out to any curious individuals listening. Hi, Keith Charles Field here. Uh. I, I I am sad to learn that I, I am just enough out of the loop of, of the tides of popular culture that I, and, and here we purport ourselves to be pretty damn hip to the tides of popular culture, that I actually didn't realize that this ghastly 
Amazon Prime thing that claims to have something to do with Lord of the Rings. Um, I didn't know that it has been politicized. I honestly did not. Oh, wow. I, I should have known. Under a rock? <laughs> I should have known because, of course, it has to do with popular culture. I should have known that because if anything has to do with popular culture, then I, it fell upon me to know that it somehow is one of the forums for which mankind's soul is being fought upon. So I'm sorry that that wasn't my immediate reaction. Because as soon as I put up my, my honest uh, opinion of this thing on social media, I could immediately see a circling of, 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 of magical pegasi and on their back, worried white knights. <laughs> So my sweet white knights, be rest assured, I immediately took down the posting. I said, whoops, didn't realize it. Whoop, I'm not here for that. Oh, did you really get attacked? I didn't see that. You immediate, get... oh, immediate yeah. circling. I, I'm not going to say I was attacked, but I could immediately see what was happening. It was enough that it then alerted me to, oh, geez, I'm just being an old man. I, I didn't realize, of course, this thing is a forum. So I took it down. I, I'm not here to engage in that fight. I, but I will now, having brought it up, bring it up. Uh, and to say, I legitimately hated every moment of what I watched. I gave them both the episodes. Boring? No, that's not the way I'll attack it. Uh, a great man once told me that he hated things that were based on you know horror movies in which the core threat or, or ideal or plot device was a ghost. Oh, yeah. And when I said, well, why? What is it about ghosts specifically? I'm fascinated. He's like, yeah, they're dumb. <laughs> you know what? This stupid show is dumb. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's really all I should have to say. If you as a people want to know more, if you want to know my problems with the frumpa dumpa stupid hobbits they introduce, or all <laughs> of the crap with Galadriel, yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. But you know what? I don't feel like hearing myself say it. And I don't want to be accused of being on the wrong side of history. Because apparently NPR has decided it's very important whether or not you like this show. So let me instead say, hi, Keith Charles Field. Here to tell you I didn't particularly care for the show and I thought it was a piece of baby trash garbage. And it embarrassed me as a finished product. I think that it, it preys on the most juvenile aspects of its audience. And... Uh, the archetypes that it's crafting, if, if I'm reading anything in any way accurate as of two episodes in, as of what, two hours into this thing, uh, are, are just so hackneyed. And so much, again, the product of this trust fund millennial creative pool I'm supposed to sit back in good humor and, and grin at as it holds all gates shut. Uh, then, then I shall. Yeah, I have. I've not watched. I have not. I've, so no, I've not watched it. So um, I won't be watching so it. So no, I'm a, I'm a huge. Suffice to say, smelled. Yeah, smelled bad. Move on. Uh, apparently, Amazon is already getting accused of uh, shenanigans from industry, like Nielsen, and I think Deadline or oh, someone. Oh, for the, the fake assurances. The fake, they're like, it, it didn't get 25 million views. They're counting. They're counting yeah. uh, both episodes. Yeah, they're, they're combining the views of both episodes. Mm -hmm. So for layman's terms. Again, shenanigans yeah. that are the, the result of living in the algorithm age. You know what? I'm willing to meet them halfway. That's what men do. Paul, I'm here to tell you that if we want to dismantle any algorithm that's been allowed an undue voice over the sorts of entertainment that are getting circulated, controlled, or created, I say dismantle them all. Yep, I'll join that team. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against that. Yep, but uh, Team so Humanity. 
So basically, uh, they said they had 25 million views on the first day. They're including, so it'd be like 12 million views from, 13 million views from episode one, 12 million from episode two. They did not get 25 million in like different views. Uh, and also... So you're basically tripling your numbers. Right, and they're also... Algorithm shenanigans! And also, I'm not sure about this, but, uh, that's not the highest number ever for a, sh- for a streaming show. Like Was 25... That, is that I, a claim? No, no, no one's making that All claim, right, but good. that's why they're like, I, I think like Stranger oh, Things... You're saying even that even is that, an effort to catch up to last, right, so spiritually. Th- they are spending, uh, 65 or 80 million an episode... An episode, yeah, and uh, this thing is gonna bomb. And I found oh, and, and make no mistake. Why are we even looking at it? Well, it's it's a you know obviously it's a true north of the genre for a lot of the you know folks out there, and it's very important oh, it's, to our it's... personal narratives to some degree. But just you know, when it comes down to it, I will acknowledge though, in the defense of Sweet Amazon, who has sold me so much over the years, because you know you have to defend your store. That Amazon does make a lot of these commercials as entertainment, a lot of these little movie efforts these days. I mean, Amazon Studios. And I will say that in terms of producing film, one out of every 10 projects even registers on my radar. And of those projects, eh, they've been all right. This is the worst of the genre well, stuff I've encountered. Well, but I also haven't watched that Chris Pratt thing about time travel. I apologize up front. Oh. Uh, what's your feeling toward what Amazon's been making? Because I'll say for myself, uh, Suspiria can go to hell. There's a lot I liked in the new Suspiria, but when it comes down to it, it can go to hell. It's not oh, Suspiria. No, uh, Be brave. No, no. Um, but The Boys, the boys is, is a gift that has sustained me, uh, and I'll forgive a lot Tomorrow for it. Tomorrow War is pretty good. Was it pretty good? It's, a, it's, a, good. it's like a good 90s action movie. And I want to say there was one other thing that I would put as high as The Boys on my meter, and I'm not coming up with it right now. Invincible, Invincible, very, Invincible was very, very good. good. Thank you. Uh, I like the fact that the Borat thing happened, even though I didn't particularly care oh, for I didn't it. Because watch it though, yeah. I, I myself, uh, an admission if I haven't made it before, Paul, I suppose is as good a time as any to speak of it. Uh, a truth of Keith Charles Field is the fact that I really despise comedies. I could go my whole life without seeing a comedian watching a comedy or being told jokes to. You, I, you made, you made I am fun not of me, a humorman. You made fun of me for not liking ghost movies, uh, and you just I, come out and I, say I, you don't I, like well, comedies. Well, Paul, it's as good a time as any to stand up and be counted for. We are all human. Oh, have, so I'm assuming you don't like the. <laughs> there nit- are exceptions to every rule. I will say I enjoy anti-comedy. If you enjoy that as a term, the idea of the weird alternate comedy of say a Tim and Eric, that when viewed through a different lens is mind-numbing horror. Or just confusing babble to some. I'll eat that up all day long. But please don't ask me to ever tell you there's anything of worth in anything Adam Sandler ever touched. Oh, because, man. Because, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and smile at you all, give a knowing nod, and say, not only am I not going to do that, I'm not even going to pretend I like uh, Happy Gilmore you're, at, or, you're, anymore. You're, I, I don't you're, know. You're Billy pre- Madison... I'd rather not thank you. I, I, you know what I'd rather do? Have some toast and take a nap. 
That's right, Paul. You're a, I like those two things better than any Adam Sandler you, film. Your pretentious meter is like going uh, off X the like, 12. you know. <laughs> the, 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 you're, Speaker of truths, Paul. The next thing you're going to say is that you love Black Adler or whatever. And, uh, and, oh, uh, God. My, British comedy. You know yeah, what? British comedies. You know what? Do not. Suddenly, don't even. I think the whole meter of our program has changed. Suddenly we're learning about, it's a learning about Keith Knight. I despise British comedy. Oh, good. Okay. And you're I, nor- let, so you're not me, a, you know what? So you're not a serial killer. Let's call killer. it Keith Makes Enemies Night. <laughs> I could think of no worse use of my time than ever pretending ever again that I take anything from the works of the the organization that is collectively or even loosely referred to as Monty Python. No, I get that. I understand. I know what you're saying. Oh, I, well, then, I will take that. The Holy Grail. Uh-huh. Listen, with, with all punish, I shade watch, intended, and launch it straight into that mother effing sun. I can watch the movies, but the, I've tried watching sh- the shows from here and there. I, it is like... I feel like my eyes yes. are bleeding, and yes. you know, yes. my I'm not brain going to sit here and never pretend. Uh, oh, and, and here's here's where this 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 is where I was leading to to make some enemies. Right, right, right. So unlike many of you, I do not use the blanketed acceptance of that which comes from the land of the mad mod to inform even like the the modern creatives, like oh, I don't know, an an Edgar Wright sort. Yeah. Because uh, let me tell you something. Uh, there's a little movie that I, 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 I think uh, gets a lot, a lot, way too much love. And, and that movie, it might be called Baby Driver. Oh, uh, no, no one's going to fight you on that. If you had said Shaun, if you had said Shaun, no, if you said Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is acceptably fine. Well, because <laughs> no, I, I'm Edgar. just being silly. Shaun of the Dead is actually a lot of fun. Uh, well, Edgar Wright's not making. I mean, like, and uh, uh, I will say as well that uh, uh, what you call it there, the 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 what was it, the thing with the bar crawl with the aliens? Um, uh, Attack the, the Block. No, his movie uh, with the aliens. He I mean, did hot. He did hot. He did a uh, hot. Um, Oh my God! What is the one with the cops? Hot fuzz. Oh, hot fuzz is fine. Hot fuzz because it's the farthest off his intent. It's he makes his weird statement on folk horror, and it winds up being really neat. Right. You know, it's not a cop movie at all. So I don't. Right. 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 So whatever that was supposed to be, it failed tremendously. Well, I would I would argue, and this is where I make enemies. Is the world's end uh, at the world's end? Oh, at the world's end. Yes. Yes. Right. Garbage. Yeah, I I didn't like that one either. But uh, I think uh, things like Shaun of the Dead or like the or Ghostbusters, and of course, uh, Scott Pilgrim. I love Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim succeeded. Yeah, but they're not comedies; they're adventure movies. Like you're like comedies. I I know. I think it's much easier now to break it down. Oh, that was a segue. I suppose it was just to attack that movie because I was going to then give a bit of an anecdote about comedies. You 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 don't like the like. but if we were going back to the comedy, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. Oh no, I'd uh, rather die. Wow. So yeah, again, no stinks. So you're you're pretentious. I've seen, but but here's the thing, people. Like, because I am such a, a man of the people, because I am in fact not pretentious. If I've ever been with a group of people and they bring up they want to go see one of those steaming piles of nothing, I've gone and seen every single one with good faith. I don't fight. Hoping I don't squirm. This is the movie. I don't, like maybe this will be the one that justifies it because I am a, a friend first to my fellow man, and then a friend to the the only thing in that that car that I truly love, the concept of film, uh, far more so that I will endure the garbage I, 
to get through in the name of my sweet fellow man. I'm surprised. Have you seen Waterboy? <laughs> wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Well, because, because I feel oh, like the devil made electricity, because it's mama. A fun, because it's a. But have you not read this? No, nope, I'd rather die. It's one of the most messed up. Uh, comedies ever made. I Stor- narrative, story-wise, it's, it's I screwed understand. up. Paul, there's, there's a movie called Freddy Got Fingered about a survivor oh, of child abuse. That's... That is hilarious to me in concept. <laughs> I don't want to watch the movie. No, it's not a good so movie. So the thing that's hilarious to me movie. is, dude, here's my pitch for a movie. And then you sum it up in those terms. Freddy Got Fingered. I'd laugh. We'd move on. That is the level of comedy I find acceptable. Short bites. Small. Yep. Prepared concepts. So you're is again your taglines of humor. Your pretentious meter is like no, off I, the fucking. I, it's uh, the very absence of pretension. No, that you're I'm the definition. All of humor should be taken, boiled down to a pill, and it can just stimulate that's, that part of the mind. That's it's the, my new drug. I call it Jester, and one day it'll make uh, Scarface a lot of money. That is that is the definition. Scarface. 2079, he's a cyborg head. That is the definition. On the new ventriloquist shoulder. It's the dev- definition of pretentiousness. I, I, dis- I think we have a very different definition of pretension. No, you're... Literally- the removal of false dialogue, the removal of false intention. Those are pretensions, Sarah. Yeah, you're, you're basically... I've come to dis- the very core of the thing. You're basically destroying comedy. I have deconstructed comedy. humor. Yeah, that is pretension. No, pretentiousness. It's just the experience. It's just the art. I dare say there is a submer. Wait a minute. As I I I just was about to say the words. There is a submerged art in all humor that will defy your pretension. And then I realized there's no non-pretentious way to say those yes, words. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, there are many. Wow. Ca- you win this round, He-Man. But yes. I'll be back. I am not conceding final defeat. I slip away to Snake Mountain to plot anew. Oh, God. But you like Simpsons, though. You think the like, yes. animated yes, stuff. I do. Yeah, it's the, yes, I do. Yeah. And that's... It's, it's the sum of its parts. If anything, is the sum of its parts. And that's why uh, I was worried as we began to segue, because I had just randomly thrown some shade at Edgar Wright. I was going to make another point. It's lost to me now. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. But, uh, yeah, back on the subject of comedy... Uh, there are exceptions to all things. I despise Monty Python, but Terry Gilliam as an artist and a creator is is very important to me. His movies of varying quality. I was just having this conversation with a workmate the other day. I'd say I really enjoyed only two of his movies. The rest are garbage, but they're beautiful art garbage. What are the two, you know? what are the two movies like? Of his? Yeah. Uh, the Fisher King and uh, the, the Time Bandits. That they are the most composed, true films. The rest are just noise. I mean, I'm not going to argue with... Yeah, I mean, Brazil is is annoying. It's not a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's an art project. It's an art installation. I'll give you that. But it's not a movie. Yeah. That needed needed someone to be a grown-up in the room. And make no mistake, the pretentious people, they'll be calling from my head right now. You know, for for saying that. The movie people who would... And this guy says he's a movie person, I'll kill him. That's where we can open that dialogue, of course, is no, it doesn't follow the rules of a movie. It's just art. It's it's a living art yeah, piece. Yeah. It's in its wrong, it's not in its proper lane. And that's what I'll suggest for most of Mr. Gilliam's ideas. Uh, but then others are just bad movies. Uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus is beautiful, but it's just a bad movie. I would say it fails as both film and art. I've never seen that one. That's the, Ooh, Heath, Ledger, that's the Heath Ledger movie? And it doesn't fail because of the Heath Ledger situation. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was saying it's the Heath Ledger movie. No, but I, I should point out it does not fail. Because, okay. If anything, I think one of the stronger elements. Uh, for those who don't know, Heath was making it. Heath died. 
And uh, his role was then covered by a variety of others, uh, quotes, friends. And I think the movie is made much stronger as a result. Okay. Uh, you would uh, go so far as to suggest, if you were you know, that, you know, of the right mindset, perhaps there's some sort of magical meta-narrative going on that only exists because of the passing that is the strongest part of the film. Okay. That's the, that's the Keith one to grow on. But that all having been said, yeah, those are the only two that I would call fully composed successful films. The rest, varying degrees of art well, are achieved in a series of failed movies. So then we agree that like I don't like comedic or campy superhero stuff. I, I That's why I let you have uh, it. Yeah, I, I feel like that's... It breaks I, my heart. That's I, why you'll hear me say things like you break my heart, yeah, Paul. Like, like and, and Deadpool... But I understand it. Yeah, and Deadpool doesn't count. And I'm going to explain because Deadpool is crazy. That's the point of mm -hmm. the, like, and even his movies don't break the logic. There's still, well, Cable Deadpool is close to being well, it's, too campy, or it's, uh, Cable 2, or Deadpool 2. Deadpool man. works because his adventures are happening in the continuity he exists within without apology. Right. Characters like Squirrel Girl or Harley oh, Quinn yeah. can never truly achieve full independent status as ideas because they are so reliant upon the other givens of their continuum they can't exist apart from it yeah you know they they they, they without even getting into the direct there it's an, unless they are playing into the full reality of their continuum so harley quinn can't be fighting a giant pizza in outer space and then be expected to be carrying on a crime with the Joker. You know, you, right, you, right, right. So you have to establish that perhaps her adventures take place in an alternate continuum, such as in her own mind. Right. Well, it's why the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max is so everyone is ridiculously off-brand. So that because that's for some reason, and I like that cartoon show You're very but much. So. I like Harley. And I Quinn. like a lot of her books. Harley Quinn's best stuff is still from the animated series, where she's yep. taken seriously. One of the best episodes is um, Mad Love. No, you're right, and not Harley's Day Out. The one where she teams up with Batman. <laughs> And Harley Quinn well, is uh, Harley Quinn. That's Har no, it's Har is it Harley Harley's Day Out or Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn, yeah. Harley Quinn. Because it's such a good, it's so well written. Where she's teaming up with Batman mm -hmm. and Robin. There's a lot of innuendo. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of funny Joker Harley humor. It's in you know? Batman's world. Uh, that's that that sequence. And again, this is why I miss good cartoon shows. That sequence when uh, she's leaving with Joker, Joker has st stolen an atomic bomb. Batman has teamed up with Harley Quinn uh, to try to stop him from, you know, detonating it. And Harley betrays Batman and Robin, and they're leaving uh, the the uh, the governor's mansion is where the uh, atomic bomb is. And they're leaving, and there's a great written sequence of Robin is basically trying to tell Harley, hey, he didn't have enough time to come get you at Arkham. And, like, you know, everybody else you know is going to live and die. And then Mark Hamill does the best, like, shut up, boy. <laughs> like, like, it was one of the funniest. And Harley, and even though Harley is crazy and funny, you still have the threat of a bo atomic bomb going off. Whereas I'll use Squirrel Girl or even the Harley Quinn uh, cartoon show on HBO Max, there's no stakes. Correct. There's like, oh no, Swamp Thing's gonna kill us, and then he doesn't. Right. And you that's know, not to say that it isn't great. Right. And right. I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't watch it because you should. That that thing on right. HBO is dynamite. Um, 
Eh, it's been up and down this season, but let's not go there. I love that animated Joker more than I can possibly oh, yeah, say. Yeah, that's that's but, very. And, and we were recently having this conversation with a friend of the podcast, our our uh, chum Matt, that uh, Harley's slightly less than tangible adventures become a lot cooler if you consider what if these are all just taking place in her head while she's in a straight jacket in Arkham. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... I know um, it, it never got resolved at DC, but now that we're 10 years removed from it, really, like the Harley Quinn ongoing from New 52 till the, uh, uh, the Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor on in no way syncs up with Suicide Squad or her right. appearances in Batman and Detective. I right. mean, like, there is no way for that series to sync yeah. up. There was one plaintive effort made early on in that Suicide Squad run to establish a, quote, room of failed Harleys. But that was so deep but into the run. it was so deep in the cut, yeah. and there was no attention paid to it. No. And it was in a less than successful run of the book that is gone largely ignored. What so a, it was just dusted. You remember who wrote that? But yeah, uh, I... I don't, and and given the fact that I've said nothing pleasant about it, maybe it's best. Oh yeah, no, but I but I know that like that's the thing. Like Harley, uh, her current ongoing is kind of the same. Is I almost spilled thing. this glass. It's the same. It doesn't really sync up with her like Batman. Like when she was in in Batman, James Tynan's Batman. That Harley Correct. does not sync does not up at all. with the ongoing. There's Correct. no way she syncs up. Correct. So it's one of these things. I'm hoping out of Dark Crisis. They, uh, which I did read issue four. Oh, yes. Now, There's you had mentioned that. Now, this is new comic book day. Yeah. Uh, Eve, for the whole Megillah, uh, I, of course, only work weekends at the operation. That's when I pick up my books. Paul, you must tease me without spoilers. Paul, tell me that my my Doom, uh, Legion of Doom pariah fight is everything I hope it is. Um, so there's an actual cliffhanger ending. Not nah, kind of. There's a, there's a better cliffhanger ending in issue four. Neat. Uh, it's... Because I was very happy with the last ending. Yeah. So, Legion of Doom prepared to save the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, there's not... The machinations of Pariah There's Dark Master. There's not a lot of Legion of Doom stuff. There's Curse. more... There's just more, uh, Green Lantern stuff, which oh, I like. Oh, that's good world yeah. building. There's a lot of Green Lantern stuff. Good. Um, and more, uh, I don't want to say the, like, the Nightwing introspective navel gazing is still happening which i'm kind of over at this point it's but like the pursuit of it. that villain army and, and all of that yeah it's, it's just black adam kind of rallying the troops of the legion of doom but good, like, good. they're a bunch of villains not heroes so there's like internal conflicts i dig i look um, forward to but it they have not fought they, uh, this is a minor spoiler they do not really engage pariah all right so episode. it's a gathering of forces yeah. so i can deal with a gathering of forces. and then the, and then the last page is at least something interesting happened uh so we'll see oh good because yeah. that was my point the last issue was more of a downbeat issue so i definitely don't want to see this thing losing any of its momentum yeah. and i have to say uh while the writing is 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 very good the art is excellent oh cool like um uh the artist um i'm not gonna rem- i don't remember i can i can't pronounce his name uh correctly so i'm not gonna butcher it but he is amazing nice uh and i think he should get way more work uh, An endorsement, future. my friend, yeah. worth having. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's even if we do pause on your name. Yeah, sorry. It's I think it's Daniel Samney. Uh, it's de- definitely Daniel S. Very, Take that for now. Yeah. Asterisk. Uh, we will attach the asterisk makes, to your proper name makes, next time. If it makes feeling better, when I was in England, I was called Paul Santosh, 
And, oh! and had no idea that was a thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Santosh yeah. apologizes in advance. I'm pretty sure Portugal and England are like a th- less than a thousand miles apart. So I don't know. Now, Paul, uh, anything else on the DC Hopper for Baby Keith these days? Uh, uh, so that I that I've been picking up came out this week. Uh, well, let's see. We Harley's been coming out every four minutes. Yeah, there's no Harley. So uh, Harley no is Harley done. That's week. good. Um, Flash. No Flash. Flash uh, annual the, last week. Very good. Uh, the, this is my short list of books you should be reading, everyone. You're not, you're not reading Batman, huh? Are you? Oh, I re- I'm indeed reading yes, Batman. Batman came out. I didn't, I didn't read it this week, but Batman okay, came great. out. Um, I suppose else? the question is what you've read. I only read Dark Crisis. Oh, this well, that's the first more than thing, enough. That's the first thing I read. Not much danger of spoilers then. I yeah. would say of my batch of books last week, I it was mostly annuals. So the Flash annual left me wanting an actual Flash story. <laughs> but uh, my, I, I thought, you know, we're into this thing for a while now, and I'm at the shop. A lot of people have been talking about the podcast, and folks have been saying, hey, you know, you should give us some of your suggestions on things to read. And I said, Paul, that is something we should do. So while it didn't come out this week, let this be the birth of a, a topic that I think we can now afford to hit. Paul... With, with accompanying music maestro. I think we've come to the portion of the program before we bid our adieus that we should propose our book of a given week. Oh. So while we do, we're, we're passing last week, right. we're, we're coming at this a little slow, I, I think informing the previous week makes some sense to me. Well, last week uh, sucked. It was a light week. We'll make uh, this week Dark Crisis our choice. Yeah, I think Dark choice. Crisis 4. I liked it a lot. Um, but from last week's in, in, in the Curious Crowd, Keith will give a shout-out, of course, to uh, the Marvel-Fortnite crossover, the Zero event, which continues to unfold. Oh, God. Oh, you can oh God all you want. But the faithful and I continue to struggle against the Imagined Order and their cat's paw. Victor Von what, Doom. When are we launching that streaming channel with you just playing Fortnite? Uh, and now <laughs> I, I, again, Keith Humility Field does not uh, purport anything other than to be an enthusiast. So I direct everyone's attention to that. Perhaps one of the finest books Marvel is putting out these days. And I don't say that ironically. No, you know what? Well, uh, this this is uh, the newest issue didn't come out last week, but um, Axe has been pretty good. Avengers X-Men Eternals. Ladies and gentlemen, you... an endorsement from Paul. Axe. Did you have you have you read I it? am a fan of Axe, yes. actually. Yeah. It's everything I want out of a crossover series. <laughs> I'm a big Eternals fan, as we've established, and it has maintained the momentum of I the awesome well. series. Yeah, I think it's very um There's enough It's not I thought it was gonna be a three way fight with Avengers X-Men Eternals, and it's not. And having I'm, it be I'm very that they're happy. all either they're all shades on one of two sides. Yeah. Is very satisfying. And there's more, and there's definitely more on the heroic, quote unquote, side. We're fighting shared villains. Yeah, it's, I'm way for it. It's, it's cool. I like it's it. It's an actual event. You know, whatever it's, because there was some talk that initially it was not going to be a line wide event. And that they oh, evolved dark, it. But yeah, that's because of Dark Crisis. It's it was 100% because evol- of Dark Crisis. Whatever the timing of the ratcheting may have come from. I'm glad it did, yeah. because it turned it into something much better. This is a worthwhile crossover style event. Yeah. And I and I, I think it's I think it's gearing up. It's well it's not gearing up, it's like halfway over, but it's very good. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy the X Men element of it a lot, and there's been a lot of talk with customers either way, uh, and with folks online either way. 
But as much of a puzzling quandary some elements of the Moira heel turn remain, the fact that you have her front and center, you have different X elements front and center, more so than having like that terrible alien invasion shoehorned into the X-Men, you definitely have that nice even pull and that sense of earned plot beats. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So, thumbs up. Yeah, I'm a big fan of X as well, but I still point to my beloved Fortnite as the book you should all be reading. Oh, God. And then DC-wise, uh, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Dark Crisis, but the Young Justice Dark Crisis tie-in makes me very happy. Even though the story beat has been progressively more subdued as we're working toward right. a reveal that has already been spoiled way too far in advance by solicitations, I still remain very happy to see my Young Justice front and center. Oh, Flashpoint came out. Book. Flashpoint came out and today. I didn't read it. Didn't well, read it. that being the case, I would almost in advance pick that as my book of the week because I've been loving me the Flashpoint. Yeah, I, I've, not read, I've not read it yet. Which uh, is our gateway to the very exciting news of the return of the Justice Society. Uh, Three for, titles, baby. I cannot wait. Those solicitations are, are loud and proud. I cannot wait to get my hands on them. And it has something to do with wherever Flashpoint Beyond leaves us. I have a theory. Paul does not agree. I believe that the JSA will be, quote-unquote, getting the Flashpoint Earth as their Earth. Something that was established back in the Silver Age was that the JSA had its own Earth. That was Earth 2. Given the fact that Earth 2 has been used in a few different weirdo capacities since the new 52, uh, including being blown up, but we can certainly argue after any one of the crisis events it was recreated. Given the fact that Johns has chosen to play into history he had no plan in playing rather than apart from it, uh, I think he wants the actual chunk of real estate that is the Flashpoint Earth to matter I think one of the ways you make it matter is to give it as this is where the JSA live. You might be getting that uh, based on the end of Dark Crisis 4. So we'll see. So, uh, but okay. I, but it also plays in the mind. I will point out that I did not read that book as of saying that. So right. if it winds up being a spoiler, my apologies in advance. Well, it's not. It's not really. Okay, good, it's, good, uh, good, good, uh, good. It's one of these things where, like, I don't know if I believe the end of Dark Crisis 4 because it's issue 4, not issue 7. All right. Um, but and definitely... to put on spoilers, put on the spoiler hat a little more, part of the storyline element that has been manifested throughout Dark Crisis, if you haven't read it yet, I'm, I'm speaking to it, is that the Justice League were killed at the onset of the event, and we've learned since then killed isn't entirely accurate. They seem to be sealed inside of some sort of construct worlds that manifest different parts of their person or personality. Yeah, and that, so I'm assuming it plays more to that. Don't tell me because I don't want that. No, for no, me. no. I mean, I think you're. It's more of like I don't want to be like hurry up and yet this 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 event is good, mm -hmm. but it's definitely not like infinite. Remember when Infinite Crisis came out mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my god, I don't know what's happening every issue, but I love right. it. Can't this, wait to see where this is going. This is just like a hurry up and end, so I, we could get to like a. We want to get to the new starting point. Yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, I need a colonic. Yeah. And uh, so for anybody who doesn't know comics, you know what's coming up three months in advance. So, so we know... Uh, those are those solicitations I was talking about. Yes, yeah, so we know September, October, November. Uh, so December will be the will be issue seven of Dark Crisis. 
So January, we're very close to January solicitations, which is what everybody's kind of like right. hoping for and waiting to see what happens. Yeah, for these announcements. Yeah. So, yeah, but regardless, ahead of that, I am happy for now with the fact that we're getting JSA books. We're getting Stargirl, the fondly getting, remembered franchise. Yeah, we're getting uh, JSA, Stargirl, and the Golden Age, which is going to take place in the Golden Age. Which I, I was saying that should have been it's 20 years ago. We should have had that book. Indeed. So these are things that have been missing literally for over a decade. It's wonderful to have an yeah. embarrassment of Richards like that. That's great. And and for someone who might care, Wildcats returns. Yeah, with uh, Matthew Rosenberg and, um, oh man. Another um, artist who will be owed another apology yes. by our sweet Paulito. I think that's appropriate. Uh, yes. Uh, Sedgwick. It's uh, Stefan Sedgwick. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So for this week's What We're Reading, a whole lot of suggestions. Be there, be square. True believer. So ends another episode of Infinite Geek Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to find the Rat's Nest Studios on Facebook for news, updates, and to keep the conversation going. And don't forget to rate and review the show to help spread the word. Infinite Geek Talk is brought to you by Infinite Heroes Comics, Cards, and Collectibles in Watertown, Connecticut. Infinite Geek Talk is a Rat's Nest production and engineered by Rich Johnson in the Rat's Nest Studio. It's terrifying and beautiful.